to the Steve Greaves podcast, Making Connections, the series finale. We're going to wrap it up today after nearly 42 weeks, over 40 episodes, three different iterations of the podcast. I didn't want to just let it go, saying goodbye without any any explanation or reason. No, I mean, there's things happen. Life, life continues. There's, there's no reason. But I want to kind of reflect back on it a little bit, talk about how this uh, project started, um, what we've maybe learned a little bit throughout the process, and uh, let you know what's happening in the future. So thank you for listening, first and foremost, um, whether it was once every week or once every 10 days here on YouTube or both. Thank you, everyone, for um, you know engaging with the show and listening and, and just being a part of it. I want to thank, uh, as well, every single person who um, was a guest on the show, just whether it's a friend from way back in high school or a more recent acquaintance or just someone I knew in the choral conducting profession. Thank you for taking the time and uh, for your insight and contributions to the show as well. So like many of you during this pandemic year, and we can almost see it in the rearview mirror, we can almost, we're starting to act like this is gonna be over sooner rather than later. And people are slowly getting back to their quote unquote normal lives. Um, you know, like many of you, we, we, we started different hobbies. So I started baking, I started, uh, you know, people start binge watching shows and I, and I just, you know, didn't know a lot about podcasts. I said, oh, let's do a little podcast. And um, on June 28th, 2020, in the basement of my church, on my phone with my daughter, I started um, Can I Sit in Front, my little podcast about my life as an Uber and Lyft driver. Um, you'll still may not understand this unless you've taken an Uber or Lyft, but the number one question I am asked by my passengers is what is my most interesting story? What's my craziest story? Um, there's this assumption, <laughs> whether based on their own behavior or uh, or what they hear from other people, that there's going to be something you know to tell here. There's going to be some something significant and interesting and crazy to tell. And again, I've done this probably. I'm I'm, I'm nearing my twenty thousandth ride as an uh, uh, as a driver. And um, I would say 19,900 of them have just gone on without incidents. I take you here. You need to go there. How's the weather? How about the, the Cornhuskers? What a rough day today. Um, blah, blah, blah. A little bit, you know, how about the election? Then we get into the pandemic. Then we get into the masks. Then we get into the mask mandates. A little more, quote, unquote, interesting there. But most of it is just small talk, pleasant little connection with somebody, but you know, it can be significant. Some people, um, you know, you get comments are really moved that I help them with their luggage. They're really moved that I, you know, talk to their kid while we're strapping the child into the car seat or, or little things like that. So, but most of it, I, I'm always kind of giggle when they, when they ask me what, what the most interesting story is. And I, and I have a couple I like to tell, but you know, um, as we wrap it up here, Ironically, I took my longest trip ever two nights ago. I took a passenger from Lincoln, Nebraska to Kansas City, Missouri, 211 miles one way um, from 10 p.m. And by the time I got home, it was 6 a.m. the next morning. I took a little snooze at a parking lot in a truck stop because uh, I was getting tired. But, you know, there it is. I'm, I'm wrapping this up in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling back a little bit from the driving and I got my longest 
ride ever. Um, so there are a lot of interesting stories. It's in, it's uh, it's fun and it's engaging. But uh, I realized through doing the podcast and by doing a driving driving that you know if you can make someone's life just halfway decent for five minutes if they run late for work or or just you know show a little interest in what they're interested in show a little you know caring it can make a small but significant difference in someone's life so we did 10 episodes of my um you know life as an uber and lyft driver um it was great to have my my best friend from high school and current friend i mean we've been friends since kindergarten uh, Bill Fenrich joined me as the co-host of that show starting on a, you know, season two. It's hard with my, my daughter. It's hard to kind of commit to an everyday, every week hobby with dad, especially since she's a, a senior and she has her own life and blah, blah, blah. But it was really nice of uh, Bill to step in and, and co-host the bulk of those episodes with me. Just, just fun to collaborate with him during the week, you know, writing out ideas and bouncing stuff off of each other. And just really, folks, um, in addition to you know whatever hobby I might have picked up, I think we all needed a source of connection in our life during this pandemic. We're holed up in our houses, or we're, we're not going. We're going to work and coming home. There's a stage where we weren't all going to the store as frequently. I mean, we were just by ourselves, and um, I know I felt that disconnect from people. And I said, you know, why don't I, I parlay these two things together or combine these two things, this interest that, you know, I giggle every time. I, I actually got a, a, a ding the other night because I was, I was, I don't know, didn't want to hear from the passenger how interesting and fun my life must be. I'm like, do you say this to someone when they work at McDonald's? You say, hey, dude, yeah, you know, this must be the most interesting job. I mean, it's okay. I kept saying that. It's like, it's all right. It's not, it's not, it's a, it's a service job. It's okay. We're a service job, but it isn't like the most, hey, mom, I made it. I'm an Uber driver now and I have a, a, such an interesting life. I'm so happy. Uh, you know, it's not like that. It's just a job and it pays well and it could be worse that's the best way to say it um so you know in addition to talking about the stats and my week as a driver we'd have little conversations with people about topics and again i was uh, i'm reconnecting with uh students from sdsu Corey bortnam carter home people in the healthcare profession obviously we're, i'm talking about the pandemic and coronavirus every day in the car we're going to talk about that here you know um danny williams came in frank albiner came in so just a lot of people, Iris Dirk and uh, Alexa Debley talking about running and my friend Melissa Hayes here in, in Lincoln, a little bit about running. So because, you know, not every conversation in the car is about driving. Uh, it's about other things, small talk. So we did a little small talk for about 10 episodes, got us through the summer. And I, and I thought, you know, and here, here's my thing, folks, you know, to everything, there is a season. I, I, I like being funny. I like being snarky. I like, uh, you know, displaying my sense of humor, but there, there are some serious things uh, I like to talk about as well. I'm not just, you know, a one trick pony. So um, I thought we'd, we'd talked enough about the uh, Uber experience. It's interesting, I guess, but it's not infinitely interesting. And after about uh, 10 episodes, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd drop that frame and just focus on the conversations and I'd find people. And let's be obvious about it. If we're looking to make connections, I, I called it making connections. Um, let's just talk about what interests people, what interests me. And uh, we widened the scope a little bit from my high school friends and my um, ex-students. We talked about some colleagues. 
and some friends and some former colleagues and some former students, just a, a, a real potpourri of, of topics in that Making Connections series. We did that 25 times. Um, and again, a variety of topics, coronavirus, of course, how are we dealing with parenting and coronavirus? A very good episode with the, the Ragsdale family from Brooklyn, South Dakota. And I was just thrilled to start that with Tim Sharp, who um, was the executive director of American Coral Directors Association for about, I thought it was 12 or 13 years. Um, just really, really top flight guests, top flight uh, opinions, top flight you know, concepts and ideas. And end that with my a friend from college, Paul Edelstein, who is a professional work, a working professional actor. You've seen him on private practice. You've seen him on all these George Clooney movies. You've seen him on a lot of different shows. And it was just really interesting. I was thrilled that, that Edelstein agreed to do it. And, you know, when we are 18 years old living in a dormitory in Main Hall in Bowdoin College, we had no idea. You have no, you can't look into a crystal ball and say, this kid's going to be a this kid's going to be an actor one day, a famous actor, a working actor. Uh, this kid's going to be a college professor. This kid's going to be that. You know, we're just we're just figuring stuff out. So after and, you know, we were always kind of cordial in our time after college. Um, I wouldn't say we were best friends. So it was, I was thrilled that he would actually agreed to do it. Um, but it was it was it was kind of nice to say, oh, I knew that guy when and um, kind of just share things about life, you know. Working in music and working at some high profile high profile places here and there, um, I've I've interacted with what I would call famous people, Grammy winning people, people who conduct and perform on major stages in the world. And uh, to paraphrase a quote, they put their pants on one leg at a time. Actually, um, I found them in a, most cases more human and down to earth than some of the less famous people I have encountered at smaller places. I, I'm always, this is not a, you know, I've, I've said this before, this is not a forum for me to spill tea or to gossip or to, you know, be, be, be nasty to people. Um, but that's my observation of 25 years of, of teaching. It, I taught at nine different places. I attended three schools. So I've been at 12 different institutions and largely majority, super majority, of the quote unquote famous people were so much more pleasant to deal with than the, let's say local celebrities I've encountered at, at some of the smaller places. But um, Edelstein has a fan base and a following and um, that is, was and is the highest rated, most listened to episode of the entire series, the season finale of Making Connections. Um, Tim Sharp, close behind. The Ragsdale family from Brookings, probably third in that list. Um, I was really happy, too, to combine a couple of things. My, my friend, uh, Ray, Ray Green, Raymond Green, is a dean at Texas A&M Commerce, and he listened to the show in its first iteration, asked me to come in and kind of give a lecture to the students about my life and career path and how I got into podcasting and how I got into music and uh, I know probably that was a required lesson for them too, but that 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 episode did did really well as well. So it was odd. Um, I'm I'm not totally in touch with everyone from high school, but I, I know a few of us went into teaching and a few of us went into college for college teaching as well. So um, it was it was really great to reconnect with Ray Green, Dean Green, and his students at Texas A&M Commerce. Um, we had an episode in in season two with Joan Conlon. Um, Joan Conlon is like a mother to me, my, my mentor from the University of Colorado at Boulder. 
uh, and we like music, obviously, but we like to cook. She loves cooking. I love cooking. So we really connected on that level too. So her episode uh, talking about Italian cooking and cultural cooking really um, was the impetus for season three, the Conductors in the Kitchen series. Um, it was great to have Erin Colvitz here. Uh, I've known her for a long time. Jeremy Mims, super as well. Um, Peach Life, kind of a friend of my wife that became my friend at the same same in the same profession. A little bit talked about the new bagel business, and, and we ended that off with matzo matzo making uh, during Passover just a few weeks ago. But um, you know, it's hard because people do this semi-professionally with great production and big kitchens and and all that stuff. And and that was never the point. Is oh, look how fabulous this recipe is. Look how skilled I am as a cook or a chef or um, look how beautiful my, you know, cinematography is on these recipes. It was more of a, you know, we're, we found a mutual a mutual connection through music or a mutual connection through cooking. But the fact of the matter is, um, we started season three right when people are starting coming out of this pandemic and um, uh, in, in higher ed and education. And the fact of the matter is, folks, I don't know if you knew this during the past year, it is so much harder to be a remote teacher than it is to be a teacher. It is so much harder to be a remote conductor than it is to be a regular conductor face-to-face -face when you show up. It's so much more work, it's so much more preparation, and you can you can put it under things we don't get taught in graduate school. No one did Zoom rehearsals in graduate school. No one knew what asynchronous and synchronous learning over a computer was. These people had to, um, learn on the fly very, very quickly in order to keep their programs alive. Um, keeping a choral program at most universities, keeping it you know, alive and, and going is, is work in itself. Pre-pandemic, without that, you know, you know, because we are based on connection, we're based on human connection, and it's mostly in-person human connection, getting people in a room, doing this thing, sharing this art, sharing these feelings uh, together, in a room collectively is what choral singing is all about. So to um, take that face-to-face -face element away and saying, you know, good luck, really, really hard on a lot of people in the profession. So, you know, perhaps at a different time, perhaps in the summer, we could have uh, continued that series, a weekly series, but it was not to be um, this year. I was happy to sort of end the Making Connections bit with with two two people that were just just like lights out um the choral singing in america crew they're making a documentary film that basically encapsulates what i just talked about brian gockle matthew workman and uh, jerry blackstone the artistic advisor for that choral singing in america that should be out by 2022 i think i'll, I'll you can obviously re-listen to that episode and um just a friend of a friend of a friend um timothy theraldson i'm talking right now a couple minutes away from his doctoral recital composition final project which i'm going to listen to um but it's funny how the world connects us we, we're connected through geography and through people and through our profession so i was it was really nice and fitting to uh end up with those two people, the Blackstone, Gockle, Workman crew, and with Tim Theraldson. So as we re-enter the world, I hope we can continue to, you know, be in touch. I, I, I was pretty, you know, people thought this was odd because I'm not a celebrity to call my podcast 
let's do a previous podcast. Well, it's easy because I can just bring it back whenever, you know, there, there's another, there's an Australian actor, Steve Greaves, spells his name the same way. I don't think he's going to start a podcast, but I don't have to, you know, it's a name that's set in there and I don't have to think of another one if I, you know, get the urge to do this again. So thank you all once again for, for listening and being a part of this. Um, if you follow me on social media, you see uh, my new hobby or my new hobby slash businesses, I'm making bagels. I'm making bagels and people love them and people buy them and I'm, uh, I'm working on my little at-home bagel business right out of here, right out of uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. So uh, we continue to be uh, be involved with music, the choir. My wife continues to teach. My kids are working their way through school best they can. Um, I'm pairing back a little bit on the Uber and Lyft driving and uh, making bagels. So everything's good. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. And um, I hope spring and summer I hope we get out of this, folks. I hope we, we look forward to seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Get vaccinated until you are, until everyone is. Keep, you know, following those guidelines best you can. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being part of, I'll say it one more time, the Steve Greaves Podcast.